something don't taste right, cause it ain't right. Like when you take a sip of water and it turns out to be Sprite. I know your secret, and now I regret ever having you out your closet. Is this what I deserve? I took you out your word. You know I'm not too feminine to cut me up a nerd. What's worst, being heartbroke or roach bit? Heartbroke or roach bit? Or like seeing you in your outfit. I gave you that outfit. I'd rather be roach bit. Hell no, I ain't playing with your Michael. Uh-uh, I'm not fooling with your Michael. For real, I ain't playing with your Michael. Michael, I'm not playing with your meatball. Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. the Titus and Jarmadon fan club. <sighs> Don't you love Titus? I love him so much. It's <laughs> <laughs> everything. So are you just not starting to watch Kimmy Schmidt? No, I'm actually taking my sweet time in the last season because I know it's the last season. I don't want it to end. So Same. I just be thinking about him a lot. That's all. <laughs> He's the source of all my shady gifs. <laughs> You're shady what? <laughs> We're not doing this today. <laughs> okay, okay. So, Joyan, um, how are things going with you? What are you drinking? I'm going to start with how are things going with me. So, <laughs> last week, I got to go see Hamilton. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I'm oh so jealous. Oh, my God. <laughs> And honestly, that was the second best part. The first best part was surprising my niece because um, yeah. we're both Hamilton fans. She's about 15. And so when I bought tickets, I bought it for both of us. But then I had to keep a secret for a few months. And then, like, just surprising her. She's so funny. Like, we basically walked into the house. I was like, go upstairs. We got to do something. So my sister had texted me that morning. I was like, hey, we should do a scavenger hunt. And I'm like, what? And then, you know, my dramatic ass starts writing these clues, rhyming and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was true. I know. I was just like, I can't believe I did that. But <laughs> anyways, so it, you know, went to like four places and ended up in her room with a dress and the card that said that she, we were going to Hamilton. So I was, I wrote it, but still halfway through, I started crying, listening to her read it. And then what, it, like literally the last sentence, even though I put like a few light clues, but literally the last sentence, she was like, wait, what? Wait. <laughs> and then we you cried. Got, you got her address and Hamilton tickets? Her mom bought a dress. Her mom was a big help in the whole situation. So, so I am so jealous. And <laughs> first of all, I want to say Doyen cried. I just want everybody to know that Doyen cried. I do cry sometimes. <laughs> and I think, like, I consider myself the best auntie, but I don't Not know. No that is amazing so tell me about it let me live through you was it everything and more it was very 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 good so i think when i first started i was like these people don't sound like the original soundtrack and i had to like adjust mentally but you know who sounded exactly like the original soundtrack the women 
<laughs> the man with the one's falling off. But um, King George is hilarious. Like, he was one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. He is one of my favorite characters just from knowing the soundtrack, never seen the play. Right. And my mom is like, wait, isn't he like the only white person yeah. <laughs> in the play? And I was like, yeah, but still. <laughs> He's, I love that character. Yeah, he's hilarious and kind of like pouty and sassy, and you'll love it. I mean, you get that from the song, which is yeah. why I love him. <laughs> like, I love you. I'm going to kill you. I love you. <laughs> right. I, I tell my boyfriend that all the time. Y'all don't. <laughs> anyway. Relationship goals. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you know, from then I've been like coasting you know kind of like when you go see Beyonce and the day after you're kind of like in a post Beyonce depression because you've been like building up to that that's no, how I, I felt about Hamilton I've, I've not had the opportunity to see Beyonce, so I, I madam <laughs> I see you <laughs> I, was, I was I was trying to disappear <laughs> you know so one of the reasons why I hadn't been to CB is because my cousin backed out the last time we were supposed to go, which she had a perfectly great reason to, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to go by myself. But since then I've had several of my friends say they have the most fun when they go by themselves. And we had like really, I had really good tickets really good seats and so they were like girl yes next time go by yourself i usually go by myself i'm like i don't care i don't have time for y'all to figure out your little poor ass coins i'm going to go see beyonce <laughs> see, and that's what so that's why it was important to me to like go with this particular cousin mm -hmm. because she loves me just as much as i do and i knew that she would be willing to get good seats mm -hmm. and so and this was for the mrs carter world tour thing mm -hmm. wait that was like no. three tours ago no okay so this was formation mm -hmm. this was formation because i remember making the comment when i found this the seats i was like girl we're gonna get splashed with water <laughs> like probably mm -hmm. wouldn't happen <laughs> but anyway <laughs> so yeah i just mm, i chickened out and got a refund but my friends since have been like i've been with other people i've been by myself i have the most fun when i'm by myself Right. You don't have to worry about other people. Like, you just get up and go. Like, I'm fine. Like, usually somebody else is going yas beside me. It's, it's kind of like going to church by yourself. <laughs> like, you're fine. But, so my thing was, I intend on singing and dancing all night. Who am I going to sing and dance with? And then Michelle was like, girl, the Beyonce. person next to you. <laughs> like, Everybody's right. going to be singing and dancing. Right. It's not just you, I promise. Anyways, next time we go in anyways. But um, yeah, so it's just more of like, I had like a countdown until Hamilton. And so now that the countdown's over, I'm like, what else am I looking forward to? So I created a countdown to my birthday. So that's exciting. Okay. <laughs> um, as far as drinks, I'm drinking a wine. I want to say it's called like Lost Robles or something like that. It's mm -hmm. a cab. It's okay. <laughs> why is it just okay i mean it's fine i mean it's strong you don't, you don't like cabernet you know what i'm not a fan but i like cabernets because they're strong like i don't care for the taste but it gets me where i need to go quickly well so, yeah. i wanted a ziffindel and i asked the guy 
and he kind of walked walked me over to the cabs, and I didn't read the label, and I realized that I got the wrong thing, but I was already out of the store, so. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it's a comedy of errors, aka my life. <laughs> that happens to me quite often. <laughs> well, you had a very eventful past week, weekend, so I'm jealous, officially. <laughs> Well, um, so my weekend, my week was pretty good. My weekend was okay. I spent entirely all day in church Sunday, (laughs) which anyway, I, I did have a good time. So I'll, 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 you know, but other than that, just being with my family, um, talk about my uncle because I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to this podcast (laughs) it really pissed me off and you know because he's so passive aggressive and it's just Mm. team two it's just no so I got to kind of put into practice um, last week's poor life decision about boundaries and I just kind of said you don't get to talk to me that way. And if you want to make a suggestion, you can make it or not. And so I'm proud of me. Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh, tonight I am drinking a, it's called Death in the Afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a, so first of all, I did not know that this thingy that I have like 50 of them that they're the things that come with um, like a lot of your drink mixing kits and they look like an hourglass, but like one side is bigger than the other. It's called a digger. Well, well, I was, I was leading to that. I had no idea that this was called a jigger. And when I first read it, I was like, jigger who? Like what? I had no idea when the directions, cause I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever read directions and read that word. So I had to Google what it was. And I was like, that's what that thing is called. (laughs) I have like 50 of these. So anyway, the death in the afternoon is one jigger of absinthe. And then just fill the rest of the glass up with uh, any type of champagne you would like. I, I got a Prosecco just because at the recommendation of the guy at the liquor store. So this is my first time trying absinthe. And I told him like, I'm kind of scared because like, I don't know, TV makes it seem like it's some kind of hallucinogen. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you know, and I told him the purpose. I was like, you know, doing a podcast and we do dr- different drinks every week. So I still need to be coherent. And he's like, oh, it'll be fine. American absinthe isn't, that bad <laughs> and I'm like okay <laughs> so I told him the recipe simply calls for absinthe and champagne I've never had absinthe so what is your recommendation and he was like first first he goes with this long explanation so I think I've left the box in the in the kitchen but so this bottle of absinthe came with like this slotted spoon thing and he's like so you've got to put a sugar cube you put a shot of absinthe in a shot glass or whatever you're going to put it in. Then you put a sugar cube on top of the little spoon thing. Then you pour hot water on top of the sugar cube. I was like, sir, sir, 
I'm not, I, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> and he's like, well, it's to kind of sweeten it up. And I was like, I, I don't want to do all that. So he recommended the Prosecco because he's like, well, it'll be a little sweeter. Okay, fine. So. So you should have <laughs> did all of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you should have did precisely that. <laughs> When I first opened the bottle and I smelled it, it smelled a little bit like Jaeger. Well, I like Jaeger. So I'm thinking, okay, now this shit is disgusting. <laughs> it's like licorice, but in a bad way. Um, like, I, I don't know how I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to, I paid $50 for this bottle. It was like 48 something. I paid 50 bucks for this bottle that I'm never going to ever open this ever again. But he and, said you can fix it with a sugar cube. This taste is forever in my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> this is disgusting. Oh I, wish, I, I mean, like, I'm going to finish this. And also, don't talk about my glass because all of my nice champagne glasses are broken. The only, <laughs> the only other nice champagne glass I have is the one from prom oh no please don't break that one just leave it in the cabinet so this one is like cheap and and it's 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 what's the word am i looking for it's short yes just not a fancy looking glass but sturdy handle it is a good sturdy handle i was gonna use uh, i was gonna show off and use my olivia pope glass but I broke the other one, and so I'm kind of scared to use it ever again. So it's just going to stay there. I, I am going to finish this flute because I ain't no punk. Right. <laughs> y'all, this is awful. Listen, y'all let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or IG in the comments. Let us know whether you've ever had absence before and if you like it. Because if you like it, I, I need you to tell me why. Or, and tell or me, what how? am I doing? <laughs> what to do to fix this? Because it's disgusting. I it's just disgusting. I've only had Sazerac, so I can't tell you, like, what absinthe by itself tastes like. Well, I mean, it's in Prosecco. And it's, and it's Cupcake Prosecco. I don't know if you've ever had that one before, but that particular one is a little on the sweeter side. Um, I don't drink Cupcake. <laughs> Okay. One day, <laughs> one, one day we're going to. I'm telling you, whenever we, whenever y'all get enough of y'all friends and your friends' friends to subscribe to this show, and we can get enough sponsors, and I can quit my day job, we're gonna release the video footage so that y'all can see. <laughs> you can see our reactions because. Yeah. Oh, going often <laughs> stops me in my tracks. But anywho, <laughs> that was my weekend and this is my drink and I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it. Might take the whole you show, but I'm gonna finish it. You got this. <laughs> we ain't no hoe. <laughs> right. All right. So moving along to our current events. So honestly, I think I don't know. Like, I think I also just like laughing at this story. I don't know if it's true. It's probably not. 
But apparently they said that Prince William is cheating on um, Kate. So it's funny because like the, they're like, they have this weird like group of friends and like Kate's trying to kick them out. But their name is like spelled like Clamondely, but it's like pronounced completely different. I can't even remember what it is. You know, when I read it, I said <laughs> in my head. Right. I was like, we see CHL and we just run with it. <laughs> but it was like something really simple, like Chomley or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. so um, I think it's also we're just tired of people coming for Megan when nobody asked for them. So yeah. we're all just like kikiing at this story. But I'm also thinking about like a royal lemonade where like Pippa kicks William's ass <laughs> on an <laughs> elevator. Or no, what's like a British royal A lift. It's not a lift, but like where else would they be where Pippa would kick his ass? Uh I don't know. Cheerio. Like a, a turret. <laughs> A turret in a castle. <laughs> Listen. She look like she can fight. Right. She got fighting hips. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I'm like, of course, you know, the tabloids in England are like the next level trash. So I'm like, I'm sure it's not happening, but it's just funny to laugh at. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I feel like you, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but Twitter will make you think it's true. And so, I don't know. People were like, why, why is the press not releasing this? And why aren't they talking about this? And why is the, you know, it's not fair for the royal family to have such a grip on the press. And I'm just like, maybe they're not reporting on it because maybe it's not real. I don't know. I mean, Look at him. Well, never mind. That never makes a difference. I was about to say, look at him and look at her. And like, he has no room to cheat, but that never makes a difference. So. Right. Especially when you're a whole like prince. Okay. <laughs> he used to be the fine one, but like, he just needs to let that <laughs> hair go. Either go bald or get some implants. I was about to say, you got the money for right. good implants. LeBron just magically came up with a hairline. Why can't he? <laughs> no. LeBron got that good hairline too. He got the good kind. He got the good transplant. Right. Like we hadn't been dragging him about it for two, three years, and he just came up with the hairline and we just <laughs> left it alone. <laughs> Anyways, um, so this was uh, a bright spot of my week when it came to current media and social event news. Anyways, so basically, um, Elizabeth Warren um, has been coming out with policies for a second um, to be like, if I were president, <laughs> she has a plan. Um, people tend to try to ignore her, but she has a plan and she has a lot of dope stuff out there. But um, she was talking about tackling maternal morality with a plan that prioritizes Black women's health. So she did very much like speaks to like the issue, like in general, United States has a very high mortality late rate for us to be a first world country. And then black women die at three times the rate of white women in the United States. So there is a chick named Monica Simpson. She was a co-founder and executive director of Sister Song. And 
Um, she said that white supremacy is harder to identify when it's insidiously woven into our healthcare system, alongside the notion that doctors and hospitals are supposed to save us. And of course, you know, there's all that history about, you know, like the syphilis thing mm-hmm. and Henrietta Lacks and things like that. But, you know, that used to be really obvious. Like even that doctor and gynecology, they used to do stuff to us. It used to be really obvious then. And then now it's just like, it almost feels like a microaggression because they just don't take our issues seriously. And they what don't was that treat called us. when they were doing hysterectomy? Was it the Mississippi hysterectomy? Like they were doing full hysterectomy? Oh on- yeah, that was like sterilization. Yeah, and women didn't even know that their doctors were doing this to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I've had just in my my little short life and not even having had had any babies but i've had my doctors not listen to me before i have a black i have a black doctor now my general doctor so i don't have a problem with that she listens to me and she i don't know it's something really like it's something really big and really important about having a doctor that looks like you Mm-hmm. That speaks like you and that gets what you're saying and she treats me like i'm her niece like that's how she deals with me yeah and i and i need to be dealt with like that because i'm hard but, <laughs> no. but yeah. you know i i appreciate that and having having had white doctors on my life and then having her mm-hmm. it's a huge difference yeah, this year I've decided that I'm firing every doctor that does not serve me. <laughs> so I got rid of my endocrinologist. I haven't even um took me like months to see them. But yeah, I think it's so like last year I finally saw my first black doctor and I just felt like she actually broke things down and took a moment to like speak to me yes. about yes. things. And that was just so different because so many of the doctors here just want to get you out of the room. <laughs> I've, like, literally, I've literally had a doctor look at her watch while I was talking to her. Oh, wow. Like, that ticked me off. So, like, just in general, back to, like, Elizabeth, I think it's important that she has, like, policies. So there's so many times that Black people, like, accuse people of pandering to us. Yes. But she has like things in in mind that like make sense. So like yeah. incentivizing the hospitals to hire. And another thing about just in general, like OBGYNs, when you're pregnant, you have to pay them ahead of time to mm-hmm. um for them to show up at the hospital. Mm-hmm. So you're paying hundreds of dollars it ends up being like thousands of dollars so mm-hmm. you can't just like go see the doctor and then be like uh-uh, you ain't gonna work out and not lose money <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> so um, I-, I used to work in billing for a hospital when i was an undergrad and you definitely have to get pre-approved like your insurance has to be pre-approved and basically what you do is give the hospital permission to go ahead and charge you when the appointment is made Mm-hmm. so like you're very right it has to be done ahead of time and even when you have like you have you have to get permission to even have the baby 
So, it's, so it's just like the way you schedule insurance payments. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference between like something happening and you come into the emergency room and you have the emergency surgery. Mm-hmm. You would think a baby would fall under that category because you don't always know when you're going to have a baby. I mean, unless mm-hmm. you're getting it or something like that, but no, they treat that as a planned surgery and you have to get that done. Yeah. So I'm glad that Elizabeth Warren is speaking on that. I really hope that she gets just honor that she's due while everybody's paying attention to booty judge and he ain't got no policies. Anyway. To who? <laughs> booty judge. Who's, who's booty judge? Pete booty judge. You that? never heard of him? No. His name booty is judge? really spelled booty geek, but like literally he was one of the later people that came out. I think they oh. immediately said he was polling third and he's like a white gay man. <laughs> so. I, listen, I meant it. When I said I am not diving in right now, <laughs> just <laughs> I'm paying attention. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not diving in. I'm not I'm not claiming this is who I'm for. This is who I'm not for. I'm not doing any of that right now. Yeah. This is very lazy of me, but I'm gonna wait till it's close to the primary time. And at that by that time I feel like the forerunners would have made themselves known yeah. and I can go from there. I just, you know, Elizabeth is looking real good in the streets. Right. She's looking real good in these streets, but I'm not declaring for anyone because it's so overwhelming to yeah. me, like the number funny. of people people but no like my thing with p is like i don't everybody says that people like him i'm like i haven't met any of these people that like him but he means seems to be making stirs his name is booty pop (laughs) booty shush (laughs) yeah i had to google it oh wow but because it's spelled like booty geek anyways this drink is making my stomach hurt just put it down like it is literally death in the afternoon <laughs> that is literally what it is just go get another glass and put your prosecco in there and i just want to drink my water honestly okay <laughs> anyways so <clears throat> the next one honestly i didn't even fully get i just need you to explain it to me <laughs> Okay. All like right. I watched the video, but I don't want to say what she's mad at. But, oh. Oh God. So Crunchy Michelle was in Nashville. See, why do you why do you have to why? I assume she was there for the NFL draft. Maybe. No, that's not why she Well, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's why she was there this time, but I'm gonna say probably not. But then she was like yelling at a crowd, I'm assuming white people because Nashville. And she was talking about how <laughs> she was on the billboard. And I was like, which billboard? And country music? No. So, <laughs> no. I watched so, the video. <laughs> she was talking about her other albums, which mm-hmm. her first two did really well. I don't think the last one did that well, but. At any rate, she has tried for a long time to break into country music. So she's frustrated. And mm. I get it. But, girl. You can't break into it. 
exactly. Exactly. Like that's not the way to go about it. And she's such a self-sabotager. Like <laughs> the girl has a beautiful voice. She's super talented. Like she so her I forgot what her degree is in, but she went to school on a yodeling scholarship. Like she's very talented. She's done some every album. She has like a country song on that album. And I, I, I love it, but that's just ain't how to do it, sis. Like these, these people already feel a way about us. And you think that was going to like you getting on stage and being like, I sing better than all the white bitches in here. You think that's the way to do it? I don't know. Like, I, I think understand, but there should be a movement for us to take back over country music. <laughs> we started it. <laughs> we, I mean, pretty much. We started all of it. Right. But <laughs> like, yeah. I want her. I want her to. And to be honest, Doyen, I don't even know if her. I don't even know if her issue has been with uh nashville per se as her label or maybe it's been both but i know her label has really like discouraged her pushed against her not putting out a country album because she's wanted to do this for a while yeah and it may be it may be nashville as well she may be getting kicked back from them as well but i do know that her label was a huge part of that and girl that just wasn't it that just yeah. wasn't it. I just, I, I, I really like her for some reason, and it's weird because typically, all those shenanigans get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. But I just want her to do better. That's what I do better. That's how I feel about. Um, I forgot her name. <laughs> what does she do? She sings, but she also talks shit on Twitter all the time. Tamar. No. She's the one that was hanging out with. Elon Musk. Anita Banks. No. I don't remember. <laughs> I'll tell you in a little bit. <laughs> Elon. Who was hanging out with him? Huh? Who was hanging out with she Elon? Hanging up. She her name starts with an A and she's always fucking herself up on Twitter. Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks. See there. Oh, Azalea is you her, know her music is not bad. It's just she's horrible. <laughs> her music is not for me yeah. but i recognize her talent she's very talented mm-hmm. and she has carved herself out a niche where she could really dominate mm-hmm. she she really could but she is saying yeah like you said same thing she is her biggest roadblock but i kind of back off from her a little bit criticizing because something clearly is <laughs> like Something clearly is going on with her. Like, has to be. Has to be. Yeah. We gonna put them on a second shut-in list or, you know, pray for I, them. I need to, Just put I them need on the prayer some, list. Uh, hey, okay? And I need to add some, like, organ church music to, to the soundboard <laughs> for when we put people on the prayer list. <laughs> so, uh, the next one was I guess something good that came out of bad. So, um, back in Dallas uh, a few months ago, uh, there is this 
again, the root is just so shady. So <laughs> they're like, killer cop, Amber Geiger. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but basically, um, based on, I guess, the people that she's um, arrested, there's some that have actually been, um, their charges have been dismissed. Yeah. Because um, she hemmed them up on like drug and other crimes, and so they actually get to leave jail. So apparently, that's a pretty common practice when the arresting officer gets in trouble. I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, fuck her. Everybody mm-hmm. that she's ever arrested, case need to be dropped, mm-hmm. and everybody that she's already arrested who's already in jail need to be set free. Yeah. So oh, far, GP. Right. Um, so far, they've dismissed nine drug cases. but She probably planted the drugs because blacks don't do drugs. Nope. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> needs some milk! <laughs> I'll leave it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I um did you see? Oh, I know you saw because I probably sent it to you. The Ben and Jerry's ad on 420. Yes. <laughs> Love Ben and Jerry's. And so, I'm not even a huge like I like plain vanilla ice cream, but <laughs> like this is why folks would be in and Jerry. I was talking to my coworkers and I was like, yeah, what's the next flavor? Fuck the police fudge. <laughs> Woke and I love it. <laughs> and and your coworkers like <laughs> they were like what? <laughs> <laughs> because how many how many so how many black people are like on your team? My physical team zero, but uh, there's like a sort of adjacent team. There's one other person. But look, this is an upgrade. My old job it was just me and my other personalities. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and not Sometimes all of them are black. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both discovered we, have, we at least have a sad, depressed teen white girl who loves Creed. <laughs> One white woman who wants to talk to the manager. <laughs> I need to start channeling her more often. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I'm glad that out of that, like, sadness. Um, at least that one thing has yeah. come to pass. Yeah. Um, so this next article, it says Fofty adds <laughs> biofuel to the 50 cent Randall Emmett fire. So I guess the guy, his, his former friend, like borrowed a million dollars from him years ago and now 50 or 50, whichever one you want to call him, has decided he wants his money back. And so (laughs) her, his particular shenanigans or his typical shenanigans, he is going to Instagram to, you know, try to get his money back. Talk about by Monday. <laughs> With his little Game of Thrones meme. <laughs> I'm like, what are you gonna do, Foxy? <laughs> do you follow him on Instagram? No. You know what? Don't. <laughs> I 
save yourself. Feel like that. So I needed to do that. (laughs) I don't even know why I follow him on Instagram, but I. And so he posted this guy's. He because you know people love making private text public. Mm -hmm. So he posted the text messages from this guy, and he kept saying in the text messages. Text messages. The guy kept calling him Fofty. And I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I don't know. I mean, does he have an accent? And that's just how he talks. I don't know. But anyway, the guy texting, him, so that's not how he talks. <laughs> but I text like I talk. I don't think that's it. I think oh. you may be autocorrect, it may just be rude. but the guy sends him a text and it's like listen please stop because (laughs) harassing me i am in the emergency room i have i had a heart attack (laughs) that's not funny that's not funny (laughs) but 50 replies give me my money before you die (laughs) you would show up to the funeral and be like Okay, so who's gonna pay me my money? So who's gonna pay me? And did you see the tweet Chrissy Teigen sent him? Mm-mm. She sent him a tweet and she was like, I, I'm gonna try to pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up on Instagram. But first of all, I love Chrissy Teigen. Like, she's just amazing. She said that her name is not Teigen, it's supposed to be Tigen. And her mom also agreed that that's the way it's supposed to be pronounced. But I think I'm just going to call her. Right. She should have corrected us for the beginning. (laughs) A long time ago. (laughs) She first started dating Judge. (laughs) Because now it's it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I can't find it. But basically, she sent him. Well, she didn't send him a tweet. She just tweeted and she was like, I never want. Wait, no, she said 50 at first. She said, I never want 50 mad at me ever. <laughs> and then she was like, please, Fofty, I love you. <laughs> and he tweeted her back. <laughs> and he was like, LOL. He was like, you don't have to worry. I love you and John. I just don't like these people playing with my money. <laughs> I feel like we should just all square cash him $10 just in case of, you know, Listen. we owe him later. <laughs> I never want to owe him money right. ever. But first of all, who loans a someone a million dollars? Like Trump had a small loan of a million dollars from his dad. Who, uh, well, see, but no, that wasn't a loan. That was his. That was his money. It wasn't for him to pay back. Mm. That's what his dad gave him because he came from money instead of building <laughs> himself up the way he likes to say it. Well, he said it was a loan. <laughs> anyway, he also said his dad was from where? Somewhere when his dad's really from what? New York or somewhere? I yeah. can't keep he, up with the lies. He said, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I feel like I don't know if he's just like going through it financially or he just doesn't have anything to do, but he seems to be like aggressively fighting people over money as of late on social media. I almost threw up. <laughs> Stop drinking it. Drink water. I, 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 I
look, I've got like that much left. Okay. I'm determined. I, oh, y'all, I, <laughs> I hope y'all didn't hear that. I'll, I'm going to edit. <laughs> we didn't hear it. You just, I saw it. <laughs> I can't unsee. <laughs> I'm trying, y'all. This is gross. But I anyway, okay. yeah, I, I, let's never owe 50 money ever. Yeah, let's <laughs> make a blood pact for that. <laughs> yes. He's still, he's still terrorizing Tierra Marie. Right. So like, Talk about I I think she he like got a trademark on something she did. She and then wrote a song. The domain name. So like she can't even make money off of her own she shit. Did, she wrote a song called I Ain't Got It for <laughs> him. And her plan was to make revenue off the song to pay him. Mm-hmm. He went got a trademark. <laughs> oh, she can't make any merchandise that say I ain't got it. <sighs> it's like, why are you making this difficult, sir? Right. You're making it more difficult for me to give you your money. I don't understand. He needs some milk, <laughs> laxatives. <laughs> Jesus. I don't, I don't know, know what his problem is. But... <laughs> All right. So, the next part, I was very confused because I read the second article you provided first, and then I read oh. the first one. But apparently, oh. <laughs> so Black China got into this Harvard Business School online course. And everybody's like, yay! And then she was like, oh, I found out about it through this whole college scam situation. And I was like, wait, what happened? Listen, and it was only like 3000 bucks. That's really not bad right. for, I mean, not that this proves of any fraudulent <laughs> But I'm just saying. <laughs> <don't, laughs> like nodding her head like, I don't know. 3, I like 3,000. That ain't bad. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, um, I think it was a 40-hour course. And it takes place over eight weeks with business analytics. And so it was just so funny to me that they were like hey we can help you scamming this and she's like okay i'll go do the legit thing listen (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad that she is doing the legit thing yes i am too like i'm I'm glad that she had a little better sense (laughs) yeah she's like y'all ain't gonna get me (laughs) (laughs) it's okay sis i we are rooting for you angela kardashian (laughs) oh man i was so excited yeah. I was so excited. I thought she was going to dominate from the inside, but she continues to dominate from the outside. It's okay. Yes, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> okay. So moving along to our someone something. So I I do want to praise people while they're on their Nipsey hustle flow while they're alive. So um, I, it turns out the Slim Thug builds affordable housing for low-income families. Um, his like slogan is, if you love your hood, buy your hood. So he has this company called Boss Life Construction, and they build affordable housing for low-income ho- families in the Houston Acres No Home neighborhood. So it's funny because they've been doing it since 2015, but the article I was reading was very much like this month. <laughs> But I was just super excited that he was, you know, helping his community. Yeah. So back in the day, I really, 
I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out how to turn the light on on my camera because <laughs> it's dark in here, and I, uh, I I never record with the big light on just because I rarely turn my big light on. But anyway, so back to the point. I used to love Slim Thug. Like I used to love him because mm-hmm. he is he is fine. Okay, but in the early days of Twitter, he made a very bad I don't even remember what it was but he made a comment something to the effect of it was something derogatory towards black girls and like or he didn't say black girls are bad but it was like this is why these girls are good or Mm -hmm. whatever anyway I, 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 I gave him like a whole blessing like I cussed him out like, <laughs> and this was the early days of Twitter, so I feel like he saw it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. Maybe he's grown up some. Yeah. Maybe I can give him another chance because he is still fine. <laughs> so I I thought that this was very good. Um, and then him talking about like, you know, building the home, which I don't understand why you would build a two story home. I don't. When I think of things like this, when you, because it was three bed, like they were three bedroom homes, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And then, so three bedrooms can easily be like one floor. And I guess my thinking when things like this happen, okay, you're building this great home for this family, but now they have to be able to maintain it. And heating and cooling a two-story home is not fun at all yeah but i think also like if you think about people who don't have they like aspire to to bedroom home like we we have so we're like uh, uh, i'm not paying to bedroom electricity <laughs> but like exactly. so i feel like they you know he wants to give them something where they feel like they're proud of it and they, that that's what they've always wanted compared to Here's this small one bedroom home. Deal with it, you know, or, or like a one floor home. Three, he could still do the three bedrooms and not yeah. have to do a two story. And my thing is just them being able to maintain it. Yeah, because it's like, what was the name of that show? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, and and those people quite often, which I mean, this what he's doing is not you know those type of homes, yeah. but still. Those people would have to leave those homes eventually because they couldn't even afford to keep it up. Listen, I don't even want to like win a BMW because I don't want to pay taxes on it. <laughs> I have my aunt. My aunt once told me after after that show when Oprah gave people cars out and then they came out and said like a lot of people you know didn't get the cars because they couldn't pay the taxes. Mm-hmm. And my aunt was like, if you ever like win a car or something like that, that's something that listen we're family. You you just take up a collection. You can get up enough money to get the taxes for that car. So I'm like, okay, sis. Well, if I win a car, I'm coming straight to you and right. be like, I need some tax money. I need- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, because I feel like sometimes people are like, especially with low income housing, they kind of give them like something that's kind of not even aspirational, you know? And so I can see both sides of like the, like, I don't want a two story home because I don't like heating and cooling two stories. (laughs) I guess what I'm saying, because for me, it's not even what I don't like. Yeah. It's what, is the responsible thing to do and i've seen plenty of very lovely homes that are one story yeah like 
So I just didn't quite understand that part, especially if it's only three bedrooms. But I think it's excellent what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And like, definitely he deserves his, he deserves the recognition because I don't think a lot of people know about this. Yeah. And I think that he, he's gotten a bad rep for different things in the past. So I think, you know, this is a good thing with the homes and sending kids. Well, he wasn't sending them to school, but he was giving them scholarship money, I think. Yeah. Was it $5,000, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I just want to get on his flower. And uh, I mean, you know, you got on a couple songs with Beyonce, so you all right. Right. That's, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's really why we like you. (laughs) Pretty much. Check the phone. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, So moving along to our poor life decision. So let me tell y'all about my friends. So yesterday I text them. I was like, our topic for this week is procrastination. Oh. (laughs) Chris sends me um, a meme of Whitney Houston. She's like, why are you so disrespectful on this fine Sunday evening? (laughs) Becca's like, I'm not ready. I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even come for y'all yet. (laughs) I just said procrastination. Y'all act like I I dragged y'all the fuck. (laughs) It felt rude. It felt disrespectful. Okay. I asked my friends on Facebook what kind of poor life decisions they had they want to learn about. And they said procrastination. So here we are. (laughs) I guess we have to do it for the people. For the people. Um, so we have this really great article about procrastination. We're definitely going to link it, but I'm just going to kind of walk you through like what procrastination is, um, really meaningful ways to stop procrastinating and then, um, you know, other things. (laughs) So, um, the first part is what procrastination is. So they talk about let's go back to like greek philosophers so there's this behavior that's called acrasia and it's a state of acting against your better judgment so it's when you do one thing even though you know you should do something else um and honestly i felt um attacked already (laughs) already because i was like oh so we all do this okay um but um overall yeah so the modern definition of procrastination just comes with, you know, basically it's the act of delaying or postponing a task or set a task, which at the end of the day is just us acting against our better just judgment. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, then they talk about, like, why do we procrastinate? And um, I think we all have our reasons as to why we procrastinate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's this thing called time inconsistency and it talks about the tendency of the human brain to value immediate rewards, rewards more highly than future rewards. So yes, I can sleep for another hour rather than going to the gym, which after I go to the gym enough times, hopefully I'll see a muscle. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a soon thing. Um, I've been working out since it's almost the beginning of the year and I tell people to feel my biceps because it's there you just don't see 
And that's all I got. <laughs> they say, and I'll, honestly, I talk about this a lot of times. The best way to understand, you know, the whole time inconsistency thing, inconsistency, I'm done with my wine for today, um, is <laughs> to imagine your two selves. So your <clears throat> present self and your future self. And so like a lot of times at work, I'm like, oh, I actually looked out for my future self because I put notes. Like sometimes I'll just like make an event in my calendar of like, check on this. And I'm like, why am I checking on this? I don't know, because I present self didn't tell me why (laughs) I was going to be checking on it. (laughs) So, you know, I do try to do things to set up future self for, you know, success. Um. But at the end of the day, future self and present self are at odds with each other. So present self wants a pizza. Uh, Future self wants to not be shamed publicly at the pool. (laughs) (laughs) How do we, you know, adjust for that? (laughs) So how far in the future is future self? So we can make some compromises. Like this is this is where my procrastination comes in. <laughs> I find ways to justify. We will discuss that in a bit. So <laughs> they also talk about the the procrastination action line, and we'll definitely post this even on our social media. But it's basically a bell curve, if you remember math. But uh, as we continue to procrastinate, our level of pain you know, whether it's mental or whatever, escalates. But at the point where we're like, I cannot do this anymore and start doing the action, our level of pain de-escalates. So sometimes I think about like cleaning my desk. So there's a lot of times when I can ignore my desk and just do my work. And then (laughs) as an act of procrastination with another thing, I'd be like, there's too much dust on my desk. I need to clean this now. (laughs) I need to clean now. (laughs) And so, you know, that level of, you know, pain decreases, but usually it's because I'm procrastinating on something else. So that other level of procrastination and pain increases. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't a good... um, that wasn't a good example, but <laughs> that's no, <it> was. <laughs> But yeah, so um, again, we'll show you the chart in the upcoming week. But our next group of things we're going to talk about is how to stop procrastinating right now. No. <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> So the first one was make the rewards of taking action more immediate. So uh, it's just a really basic format um, that you can follow. So the basic format is only do this thing you love while you're doing this thing you procrastinate on. So um, the examples were, um, it's called temptation bundling, but the examples were only listen to audiobooks or podcasts you love while exercising i mean i don't know why you're looking at me (laughs) (laughs) i mean i cannot listen to audiobooks and exercise but i when i was ex was that me did you hear that no okay good (laughs) (laughs) i got an alert on my computer and i'm like i hope that didn't interrupt anything but 
I I used to make like I used to get excited over my playlist that I would make for the gym the next day mm-hmm. because I would be excited about performing the song because as I told everyone on here before, I am a world-class performer. And so like that, that definitely was an incentive. Like I'd be excited about performing my song mm-hmm. and only listening to this song or only doing this when I'm at the gym. I used to only listen to my gym playlist at the gym. Mm-hmm. I listen to it all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think my biggest part problem is the only part. So they talk about only watching your show, yeah. your favorite show while ironing or doing household chores. A, I don't iron. Um, <laughs> and this body doesn't stretch out the wrinkles. We're just not wearing it. <laughs> but even like just doing laundry. Um, actually folding my clothes (laughs) instead of keeping it in the dryer Um, and things like that so I'm just thinking of ways to kind of make the reward more immediate or like the mental reward more immediate yeah the next one was make the consequences of procrastination more immediate And so they say there are many ways to force you to pay the cost of procrastination sooner rather than later. So one thing they're talking about having a workout buddy so that when you skip your workout, the cost is more immediate. I don't like workout buddies because they're not consistent. (laughs) (laughs) So I just get to do it by myself. The second thing they were talking about was a service call stick. So if you don't do what you say you'll do, then the money goes to charity you hate and honestly i thought about making it like you know president trump's re-election because <laughs> guess who the fuck is going <laughs> i will i think you're on to something there i'm gonna be like a size eight <laughs> right i was like i just had to go to the fucking gym because he can't win <laughs> you know what i would not even sign up for that because i am not gonna do that. right yeah, or like the NRA, but I think Trump is a bigger like driver. But yeah, oh. <laughs> but the idea is just to put some skin in the game and create a consequence yeah. that happens. Um, are kind there any like other ideas? Swear idea? jar, huh? Kind of like a swear jar. Oh, only that. Yeah. I mean, that didn't have to do with procrastinating. Yeah. But if you procrastinate, then you have to put money. No, but that actually is kind of rewarding you in the end, yeah. huh? Never mind. Take it back. Strike that. I was about to say, what other, like, punishments (laughs) do you think would be viable? Because I don't, I don't know. Like, so I don't, I don't consider this a punishment. Mm -hmm. But when I was keeping a food journal, you know, like a good person, (laughs) if (laughs) if I ate something that was bad or not necessarily bad but like you know that I shouldn't have eaten so much of mm. then the rest of the day this was when I was also on Weight Watchers I did the two at the same time only zero point food for the rest of the day so zero point food is like vegetables <laughs> not, not all vegetables not mm. all vegetables but like pickles like stuff that oh, I, I like, love pickles I would lose so much day. fucking weight <laughs> no, I like pickles 
on see i was never that girl who just eat a pickle no oh I, no, no, no. I, used, I went through a pickled okra phase where it's just me a fork in the jar <laughs> no, i have never been that girl i like pickles on things nah. anyways i've never just like that so like i mean I don't know if that's considered punishment, but like if I broke away from my diet, to me, that was actually more of a, I don't know, escape plan or something. Yeah. I to give myself the option. I don't know. Yeah, to be fair, they said consequences. I use punishment. See, well, same thing. Right. But I don't, <laughs> I don't know, like, I can't think of one to, to go with procrastinating because I'm going to procrastinate. Like I, I, I can't think of a single punishment that has worked that I've tried to issue on myself for someone, someone on Twitter was like, what's the most dangerous game to play? And it's, I'll do that in the morning when I wake up. I'll wake up, I'll wake up early and do that. And right. I thought, I do that every day, every freaking, every night, I'm going to get up early and be on time for work because I need to get X, Y, and Z done. And does it happen? Never. No. I have to be at work at eight o'clock. Where am I at eight o'clock? Normally in line at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Like, yeah. So I have been like, you know, a little bit more like, so to gym, I'm going to check out stick. And maybe if, you know, me skipping a gym is $5 for the Trump campaign, maybe I'll actually go. <laughs> I, I just, I wish you all the luck in the world. <laughs> I am self-aware <laughs> enough to know. That is that word, yeah. I do that. <laughs> um, so the next one was design your future actions. And so they talk about um, a commitment device where commitment devices help you Stop procrastinating by designing your futures ahead of time. And so um, they talk about curbing your future eating habits by purchasing food in individual packages rather than bulk size, which is like very important when you're just eating and cooking for one. So yeah. even like yesterday, I went and got like two frozen meals for lunch because I was like, I know I don't cook Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> So let me go ahead and have a, a lunch ready. <laughs> uh, they talk about stop wasting time on your phone by deleting games or social media apps. Uh, I deleted Facebook from my phone and I, I feel like it did get a lot of time back, but also I can just log in on <laughs> the browser. <laughs> But it's not so, as much as like mindless scrolling as I used to on Facebook. <laughs> when when Candy Crush first came out, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I spent the entire day at work on Candy Crush, and I finally did delete it from my phone. I mean, it's back on there now, but I also rarely ever play it now. Like I've lost the you know whatever for it. But I so I I did do a good thing. I deleted it because. I would go the whole day at work, literally just constantly picking up my phone, picking up my phone, picking up my phone, doing Candy Crush. Yeah. And then the last one that I really liked was, say you can build an emergency fund by setting up an automatic transfer of funds to your savings account. So I'm the queen of automatic transfers. Yes. <laughs> I have like, uh, yeah, like I have like a vacation fund. I have some other ones that just save stuff, just save stuff just in case if I need it later. Um, I have like the round up the dollar one for my savings account in my bank. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I'm always trying to just save money because yes. you never know when you need it. But also, if I don't think about it, like it really hurts to be like, oh, let me transfer $200 in one setting. But if it's just going random places. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the next one was make your task more achievable. And this is what I'm a champion at. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like, I think at the beginning of the year, there's this blog post of this girl that's, look at you, you finished. <laughs> oh no no what i did is i've been slowly adding more champagne <laughs> so that it doesn't taste as bad oh. <laughs> there's still a little yuck left in there but there's way more yum <laughs> i cheated but i still like no punk <laughs> right you made your task more achievable <laughs> See there? See there? um so they talk about the two minute rule which is when you start a new habit it should take less than two minutes to do um yeah <laughs> yeah i, I didn't get to... had a habit started that way but we shall see how that goes yeah um <laughs> but the second one was just to break them down so this guy yeah they wrote 47 novels novels 18 works of nonfiction, 12 stories short stories two plays an assortment of articles and letters um he honestly just broke it down things down into 15 minute increments so he set a goal of 250 words every 15 minutes and continued this pattern for three hours each day and so i mean honestly when that 15 minute ends it's like oh that's a win i had 250 letters <laughs> you know yeah. words and so you know kind of breaking things down definitely helps yeah, I like to break things down. And I think we've both talked about this before because I like to check things off of a list. Yes. So when I break a task down into smaller things and I'm able to check them off the list. I think we've also talked about the Forest app on here before. Mm -hmm. I, haven't, I haven't used it in a long time. Yeah. But it was really good to keep me from procrastinating. Because I don't know about you guys, but the biggest issue with me and procrastination is my phone. Mm -hmm. So at work, if I set, I mean, like Doyen said, a lot of stuff I can just go to on my desktop. But if I set, you know, the Forest app and I give myself like that guy 15 minutes, I'm going to work on this one thing for 15 minutes. That really helps. Yeah, it really helps to just do it in chunks of time instead of working until I get done. Like do 15 minutes, then take a five minute break and I don't know, get on Twitter or go to talk to the person across the hall, whatever, then come back and do another 15 minutes. That that is that is my go to tool for procrastination. Yeah. Just break it down. Yeah, I think definitely um, checking my phone in general is just a procrastination tool, even like, you know, when I'm supposed to be asleep or sleeping yes. that's when I know I definitely check every single notification my phone has ever had and I'm like yes. why it's not important there's nothing that's happening that's important there but <laughs> that's my tool <laughs> so like I am trying to be more conscious about like just scrolling and checking stuff just to be checking them but yeah also um yeah like I know for work I keep like a weekly task list but I think also just um keeping a task list for personal stuff just because 
I'll pick up my phone because I remember to do something and I forget and then I'm just on my phone. So and, and also I I because I feel like you probably have this same issue that I do with phone and work. I actually do a lot of work things on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I do find myself picking up my phone because I need to text this person for this or because I need to check, you know, this for this or whatever. And <laughs> But it doesn't end there. Then it's like, well, I'm here. So let me see what IG talking about. Right. Like, it's like <laughs> using your phone for, and I mean, I don't, a lot of those things I don't have to use my phone for. Mm-hmm. Like other than texting, I don't have to use my phone. I could use my, I could use my calendar. Well, I could use my planner. I can use my calendar that I could use the calendar that's on my computer because it's the same one. It's just my Google calendar. I mean, I don't have to always grab my phone, but it's I'm so used to checking these things on my phone Mm -hmm. that it's just easier to do. And then next thing you know, I'm on Pinterest. Rabbit hole. Looking, (laughs) looking, looking for tattoos. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So the last part was being consistent, how to kick the procrastination habit. So um, oddly enough, like the daily routine that experts, quote unquote, recommend for peak productivity (laughs) is one that I kind of used to do with my bullet journal, which is Mm -hmm. like at the end of each workday, they said, write down the six most important things you need to accomplish tomorrow and then prioritize the things in order of their true importance. And then when you arrive, concentrate only on the first task and then work until the first task is finished before moving on to the next one and then approach the rest of your list in the same fashion. But I feel like these people um, that do this don't really have to like interface with other people because you can show up with the six things you have to do. And then somebody else is like, this is an emergency, all fires, you have to do this. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when, anyway, I'm not going to say that, but I have um, my planner, the, my, the daily planner. I do the same thing with that. Like it forces you to pick the top three things. And like you said, I come in there and I put the top three things down and then I've got my other things to do today. But I work with a lot of slacker white men. And so (laughs) when things fall apart and you didn't listen to me in the first place, next thing I know you're in my office, like, well, this has to be done and X, Y, and Z. So now I have to put aside what I was going to do. And if I don't start, if I don't start my day off on the right track, that's it. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm going to procrastinate all day long. Yeah. And I just feel like uh, if I only did six things a day, I would not have a job. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know, I guess for people who have a much more lax <laughs> life. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I do have some things. Like, I have things that, like, again, I know I'm not a morning person. So there's some tasks that don't really create or require a lot of thinking for me. So those are always the first things I do. I get in and then from there I kind of prioritize what's important from there. So um, like I said, between when I leave and in the morning, things could have changed. So I couldn't be like, oh no, I'm only doing these six things because again, I wouldn't have a job. We work, we work opposite. <laughs> I do things that require me to think first thing in the morning. Yeah. And then later on, it's stuff that I can do mindlessly. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and then the last kind of bit was how to avoid chronic procrastination with visual cues. And that's kind of like, they talk about why you need visual cues, but I didn't really feel like they gave really good visual cue ideas. But they did come up <laughs> with two different strategies. But basically, they say that visual cues remind you to start a behavior. Um, they display your progress on a behavior and they can have an additive effect on motivation. So I guess part of it is like when I was using my planner, which I don't know, I had like habit trackers. So even being able to see like the multiple days that I did something that I was supposed to do was fun and it showed my progress and it was a reminder. I feel like you use all the components of your planner and I don't. <laughs> but that's <laughs> if I use my planner. <laughs> and so the weird thing to me is how all of these tips, everything they're recommending, these are the same things that we keep coming back to over and over again. Have a routine. You know, I, it, it just seems like if we would buckle down <laughs> and do two or three things, we wouldn't continue to have poor life decisions. <laughs> but you know, that's what life's about. they like, we just go, we always go suck at something. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like, oh, it's so much I got to do to get my life together. Right. When really it's like, but really it's like, no bitch, just go to sleep at night and have a routine. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Put your phone down an hour before it. <laughs> No, listen, I am not doing that. <laughs> See, that's oh, why we, of, we always have poor life decisions because we, 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 like, we don't want what I can't put my phone down. I got my sleep headphones in. And so I have to have my phone because I have to wear my sleep headphones so I can listen to stories. I listened to uh, Princess and the Pea last night. And did I fall asleep? No, because I had to stay up and listen to the <laughs> See, I listen to because I have the Shine app, and I listen to their like night stories, and I've never made it to the end of a single one of them because I'm focused on going to sleep. Like I told you, it's like my sister made us do. Like I close my eyes, yeah. <laughs> and eventually yeah. I go to sleep. <laughs> I close my eyes when I'm listening to a story, and all of a sudden it's a movie in my head. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, so this is a really great article and we will definitely share it in the podcast notes. Um, please don't procrastinate in reading it. It's really great. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so moving along to our favorite part of the pod, the buy you a drink. So do you want to buy a drink first? Well, <laughs> I just realized that what I had down to buy a drink for probably oh it could still work it could still work so I was gonna buy a drink as much as I complain <laughs> I was gonna buy a drink for church but we can do chameleon wine so I will do some chameleon wine you mean grape for church <sighs> <Toyin>. <laughs> You know that we are not Catholic and we drink grape juice. Chameleon wine! <laughs> <laughs> so, 
as much as I complain about like having to go to church or going to church and being there all day or like this past Sunday where I had to speak and I really didn't want to, but I did it because I knew that, well, because they knew that I was going to say yes. Anyway, as much as I complain about all that, I had a great time. Like I had a good time. I, I almost got my shout on. I've never shouted before in my life, but I, I was almost there. I was almost there. So I had a really good time um, Sunday and I'm thankful that I went through with it and went. And not only did I have a good time, but I had a good time with my cousin. So anytime like I get to just kind of be with my family in a light way, because sometimes being with family can be heavy. Um, it's always appreciated. I also wanted to offer up a prayer for John Singleton's family. Don't mind prayer. Oh, well, we can pray together. Okay. okay I'm going to, I'm going to pass it on to you then and, and let you go on. Okay. <laughs> you, can two or three are gathered together. you can tell I'm a little sister. Cause I'll be like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> um, well, first, okay, let's, let's start with the prayer. So, um, again, we just want to, Lift up a prayer for the friends and family of John Singleton. He is so young. He's 51. I know, man. And like the fact that his family also had to make the difficult decision of taking him off of life support. Um, I just want to lift up a prayer and just kind of implore our family and friends and friends, friends and cousins to, you know, take our health seriously. You know, get your heart checked out. Um, Because, you know, we need you to survive. Yeah. Um, for my buy you a drink, I want to buy a drink for Titus and Dramadon. Because <laughs> I do love him so much. Let's <laughs> have a round of applause. We love Titus. And the fact that he was like on his show, I don't know if he is in real life, but on his show, he was from Mississippi. And you know, I like when people put us on a map for good reasons. You know that he um, has a he has his own line of, I want to say Merlot, some type of wine. It's it's wine, and I really want to say it's Merlot, but I can't remember. Is it the one that he sang about on his show? Yes, yes, yes. He sings about it on the show, but in real life, he also he does have his own line of. Oh my um, gosh, weird! Oh, his name is Titus Burgess, by the way. But um, yeah. <laughs> I do know his real name. But uh, we're going to have to buy that for the pot. <laughs> oh, I always refer to him as Titus Andromeda. Like, always. I used to have a lot of, like, little quips of his to come back with. But <laughs> I, my brain is not functioning properly right now because that absinthe is nasty and it's still in my essence. And once again, friends of the pod, if you like this crap, please let me know. Like, I don't want to yuck your yum. But if you like absinthe, can you say the word? Please <laughs> let us know and please tell me why and tell me how to make it better. Because I have a whole bottle and I don't want to waste it. I've only had that one jigger. In it. Oh, anyway. That just seems like a lot of work. But also, did you know he's a <laughs> Pisces, which is why we are so in love because he has, he's a water sign. <laughs> I did not know that, but I only know my sign. <laughs> oh my like I don't know about traits of other signs. I only I only know my traits, but my sign. <laughs> Sorry. 
You know what? This is is very much like your sign. Anyways. <laughs> listen, everybody always talks shit about Aquarius, but listen, we're the glue, okay? We're the glue that holds this whole shebang together. Why are you? <laughs> anyway, somebody on Twitter was like, what side do you think Thanos is? And I was like, a Virgo, because they really would fuck the whole world Because <laughs> they thought that that's what they were supposed to do. <laughs> See, I, need to, I need to learn more about other signs. I need to learn more about other signs. Yeah. Like, because of you and Becca, I've learned more about, like, Sagittarius and Cancer. Yeah. But if it wasn't for you two, I still would just only know me. Cause <laughs> anyway, sorry y'all. You have suffered through another episode of poor life decision. <laughs> Zoya, tell the people how they can talk to us. Uh, we are on Twitter as PLD Pod. Um, we love talking, especially about TV. So just you know, chat us up. Um, on Instagram, we are poor life decision one decision because we're changing them one at a time. It may be in mass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're on our website at poorlifedecision.com and we're at Etsy as Poor Life Decision. So chat with us. Yeah. Y'all, I tried my best to tweet about Game of Thrones this past weekend. I tried my best. I, I tried my best. It was... <laughs> it, I want to say that I did a lot better than I thought I would. <laughs> I am a lot better than I thought I'd be at the end. I did not cry with Liana. I only wow. cried for Jorah. Oh. And no, you know what, Doyen? Hmm? You know, you're not going to cry shame me. <laughs> you, just, you just don't understand. We've been with these people for all these years. looking at me like she's not buying my shit but anyway <laughs> we love y'all we thank y'all for tuning in week after week and oh also remember to get in those dms let us know some things that you're trying to work on let us know what you want us to talk about we love to help yeah bye call your mom bye. book your monthly or your yearly exam bye <laughs> or monthly <laughs> bye. i don't know hey.